Joe. Hello, Mike Lawson, and hello to everybody listening. My name is Joe. That's Mike. I live in Los Angeles. He lives in the San Francisco Bay Area. And we've known each other. We've been friends for over 15 years. And each week, we just call one another, and we catch up. Mike, how's it going? Yes, we do, Joe Batanz. Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm doing okay, Joey. How are you? I'm doing quite well. uh, It's been a while. Yeah, we're off on schedule. I feel like... We've actually only missed like a week or so, right? No, well, no. No, no, no. We've missed a week. <laughs> I'm not even being funny. We've missed a week. They they won't have no perception of, of us missing anything. Oh, because we put a show out last week? Yeah, we did. did. We? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> it's so bizarre because we are, basically we were one show ahead and now we are all caught up, so we burnt out our savings account. Well, and you know, uh, Mike, in fact, this show we're basically publishing it as soon as we're done recording it. Yeah. So everything we say is stuck in this. Episode I already warned Mike. I know you know how Mike's always slipping up and yeah, saying off-color remarks and whatnot. I said whatever. <laughs> I'm very busy this week. Whatever yeah, happens this week. Please don't call my friend the drug addict a drug addict, and then. Oh. You when we start what? recording, he's like, "This drug addict." We should talk. We should talk about last week. So last week, we actually were going to record an episode. We recorded like ten minutes of it, and you'll hear why we didn't finish recording it later on when I tell the story. But um, one of the things, thank, I think the universe was almost kind. I, the universe killed somebody to make sure I didn't release this podcast. <laughs> but uh, so, <laughs> so you weren't offended. Yeah, so someone wasn't offended. Someone who didn't listen to the show wasn't offended. But I talked so much mad shit on another podcaster. Mike was even like, are you comfortable even saying that on you, Joe? And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Right? Yeah. I think we kind of were going to edit it out, though. I think that's what we were Yeah. But I was already like. dreading. I'm like, ugh, I, I talked. I'm going to edit like two minutes of the show. Yeah. Well, you do. I don't really love the like inside baseball stuff because we get a, quite a few downloads and there's no way that the people that listen to the show all understand the secret code of Big Fatty or something. You well, know, not only like, that, but I mean, look, a, a listener wrote in that she didn't even know Joey Boohecker was a real person. <laughs> now, by the way, I'm still not convinced Joey Boohecker is a real person. <laughs> I'm still not convinced he's not a figment of my imagination. You should write this uh, as a script. It's kind of like The Sixth Sense, but it was like it's like Fight Club. Yeah, <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. I guess, and this has kind of been done, I guess, is what yeah. you're saying. <laughs> um, so what's going on? Well, actually, uh, you know, I always tell my stories in chronological order. Yeah. And you have good stories this week, too. Oh, my God, we have so many good stories. Because even last week, we are going to find out why you went to the hospital. But before yeah. we do that, let's actually talk about Joe's stupid life. <laughs> First, I was in a lift. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, you were in the hospital? Let me tell you this. I went to this taco truck. I had to sit all the way in the back at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Oh, Mike, you were in, um, you were you were in the hospital. You know what else sucks? I had to hang out with Evil John, and he was talking a lot about dolls. <laughs> this awful guy named Trevor kept giving me food and wine in yeah. a big box, yeah. but it was a big box. <laughs> Mike, this free food was in a giant box. <laughs> okay, Joe, please tell a story. I please. have two short stories. I'm putting into one segment. Okay. okay, two short stories I'm putting into yeah. one 
segment. It's, it's like a trick because there's always an intro page and an outro page that's not all the way full. It's like David Sedaris. He gives you a book of short stories, but half of that paper would be cut if it was a long story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So listen to this. <laughs> to use a Mike Lawson line. So I was visiting my parents a couple of weeks ago, right? And one thing you should know is my dad is the biggest baby when it comes to blood. Okay? okay. Like, even when he has his blood drawn, like, he can't look at them. He can't look at the phlebotomist. Mm-hmm. How often do I get to use the f- term phlebotomist? Uh-huh. He, he he doesn't like, look at the phlebotomist when it, like he turns his head because if he sees blood, he faints. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you can imagine, as someone who's diabetic, uh, every time he takes his own blood, well, he doesn't. Every time his blood is drawn for to test the blood sugar, he freaks the fuck out. So my mom has to always do it. He won't look. Okay. <laughs> and every single time, Mike, I was so afraid of testing my own blood because when, whenever I would hear my mom test him, it would be like, ah. <laughs> right so i was like oh my god this must be so painful right and, and but now, in this situation i'm like is your dad overreacting or is your mother doing it wrong because both of those are possible both of those roads, are I very real possibilities you're right so we'll find out today so i'm over the house the other day my mom goes oh i need to take your blood and he goes oh and he gets any every time he does every time she says that he gets so angry with her why do you need to take it? You know, you know, I hate doing this, right? So she takes out the little, and for people who aren't, don't have type 2 diabetes, it's like basically like a little like gun. It's like a tiny little gun that shoots this lancet into your skin to just get like, it's like a, literally a pinprick to just get like a drop of blood. Am yeah. I describing it correctly? Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's a tiny little gun. Think of that. So she takes it. She puts a little gun up against his um, like index finger and you hear her go, Psh, right? And he goes, ah, ah, ah. And she goes, oh, you know what? I don't think it was deep enough. I got to, I got to do it again, right? So she, she goes, no, no blood came out. And she goes, Psh, ah, why no, ah, why are you doing this? I'm all like, she goes, I'm still not getting blood. Let me do it again. Ah, oh, why are you so mean? Oh, you're so, ah, 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 right? And uh-huh. she goes, I don't know what's going on. You're not getting anybody. I go, is there even a little lancet in there? <laughs> and she goes, oh, let me look. Mike. <laughs> so there was no needle pricking there was no your needle, dad. There was no needle in there pricking it. She hadn't so, put in a new one. So your dad was just reacting based on the sound? Yeah. Just, just, just the thought of it. He, but Mike, he was reacting. I'm all. Like, it was so dumb, and and you know, everyone's just like, "What do they say when you make fun of them?" I go, "They don't say anything. They pretend that, that, that I'm crazy." It, this story is like, um, I'm sure you have a similar one in like high school or whenever at a party, you like don't give one person alcohol. You just give them the mixer. Yeah. So like. We're all having screwdrivers because that's what you do when you're 17. Mm-hmm. And one girl's only getting orange juice and she still yeah. starts acting drunk. And that uh, kind of reminds me of what your dad Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's my dad. What your dad was doing. He was, he's such a baby. Okay. Next. Um, <laughs> my cousin Richard, for those of you who are, this maybe this might be your first time listening to the show, I have a gay cousin named Richard who is a week younger than I am and gay. 
Okay. Mm. And Richard, you know, uh, is a writer. I'm a writer as well. And um, I don't know if we've mentioned this on the show, but Richard actually has a television show in development based on um, something he wrote. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so now he fashions himself a TV show writer. Okay. And so he wants to develop a television show um, with me. That's all I'll say because he gets very – he doesn't want anything out there. Right. So I'll just say he wants to develop – no, I have to say it's about me and him. Okay. okay. He wants to develop a television show about our relationship and, and what that's like. Okay. So he says to me last week, he, he says, hey, can you get coffee? And, and uh, I want to talk about what I've done so far with this uh, television show idea. And I go, sure. So we uh, make a day of it. We go to coffee in Topanga Canyon, which is, it's weird. It's like, it's, it's in Los Angeles, but you just go through there and it just feels like you're in another, like another like mountain, like you're in like a mountain town. You're not in Los Angeles. It feels like you're in Oregon or something. It's so weird. And he had never been. So we we're in Topanga at this coffee house and he goes, he hands me this sheet of paper and he says, I just typed this up really fast. It's not a big deal. It's just like basic character descriptions. Um, Oh no! Of us, right? And he goes, and it, it, it's not us, right? It's it's like they're us, but it's not really us. It's just you know whatever, right? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So the first one is Mike. This is not us. His name is Rich. His name's Richie. Okay, and Richie is thin and handsome and well educated and wants to change the world you know and and his fault you know because like the character's faults are he cares too much and he's stubborn right yeah like, all right and then it says jerry <laughs> and mike i'm not even joking it's like jerry overweight uh ugly loser comedian magician uh, ventriloquist, <laughs> right? Uh, too afraid to try anything for real. Uh, just stays at home with his mom. Uh, just, like, Je- like jealous of his hot cousin Richie. Jealous of ho- Richie, you know. Uh, <laughs> like failed ventriloquist. It, it, Mike, this character description was so awful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? And he was like, no, but it's not us. Like, you don't do ventriloquism. Which, but it's, it's only like... Your half, name's not Jerry. Your name is not Jerry. <laughs> you know what? He's done this before. Have I talked about this on the, on the show? He's done this to me before. He um, he wrote like a little... Sh- you, actually get, you can buy this on Amazon. If you look up Richard Villegas Jr. on Amazon, a book that he has for sale. Um, I think it's called I Heart East L.A., the first story, the very first story. I buy this book. He's my cousin. I'm going to read it. The very first story, it's about um, his alter ego, Tony Villalobos, right? Uh-huh. And his boyfriend at the time, I don't know who it is. And they take his little cousin, Jojo, which used to be my nickname growing up, right? They take his little cousin, they're gonna, he has to take his cousin, Jojo, to Disneyland, right? And I go, oh, it's so cute. He's... He's writing this, like, memory of me as a child. We used to play as children. And then I read on, and the big reveal is that JoJo is this middle-aged, retarded, um, overweight, like, like baby. That he and his boyfriend Who's have to, like, baby. insanely jealous of his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah. It, 
so this, that's if you if you took this story but you said it in like upstate new york and everybody was white it would be a woody allen plot like yeah i feel like i've seen this movie already yeah well we'll see when we see this television show about jerry and richie i, I just want the name jerry <laughs> yeah even though i was thinking it would be kind of funny because he's a failed ventriloquist if his name was jose and then the ventriloquist dummy's name was hose b because it's a dumb corny joke Stupid. which are ter- but a yeah. terrible ventriloquist would have that joke Sure. I love how I'm going with the terrible ventriloquist part. <laughs> well, you know, and I know Richard's basing on this. You know I have a ventriloquist dummy, right? Um, I think it was your avatar for a while. Oh, yeah, you're right. So what happened when I was in high school, actually, look at this, memories of high school, because when I was in high school, nerdy Joe and nerdy John Paul... And I would have, like, because, you know, we would get out of school at 2, but musical theater, you know, the rehearsals for Hello, Dolly wouldn't start till 5 p.m. Yeah, what's a gay boy to do? Yeah, what are gay boys to do between 2 and 5 p.m.? So we would go antique shopping in Anaheim. (laughs) (laughs) And we went to this one... (laughs) We went to this one antique consignment shop in Anaheim, uh, where they, you know, consignment meaning, if you don't know, like, they sell things for other people. Right, so you right. people have a little booth, and so the, there was this ventriloquist dummy there, and it was like twenty five dollars, you know. And I had right. that. I don't know why I had that money. And the woman said, like, "Oh yeah, this the woman who owns this booth. It belonged to her son when he was a child, and then he died." <laughs> and I go, "I'll take it." Right. <laughs> so then I buy this ventriloquist dummy from a dead child. Uh huh. And then somewhere around college, I got, I got, I wised up that this was not probably a good idea. So actually, I'm not even joking. People ask where it is. I'm, I'm not joking. It is currently physically tied up in storage. You have buried, a storage unit? Yeah. Uh, yes. Buried under, like in a, in a box full of things. It's at the bottom, tied up uh, in, in a box that's taped up. I'm afraid with the dummy. And then we hear, in the background, we hear, knock, knock, knock. Like, <laughs> like I'm not the dummy. You're the dummy. I'm like, no. <laughs> Hose B, put it down. Put that knife down, Hose B. And he's carrying the, like, phone receiver with the cord hanging down. He's like, looking for this. And then he kills me. And meanwhile, we cut to Richard at his typewriter goes, the end. And he whips the paper out of there and it settles down like on that Stephen J. Cannell tag at the end of the episodes. <laughs> What's going on with you, Mike Lawson? Nothing. Um, I don't I don't know. I, I guess I'm just going to tell one story. It's, it's weird how time makes insignificant stories that we tell on the show seem duller and duller. I feel like one story I wanted to tell you was about how our internet went down and we had to go for like f- days without it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's why I wanted to hear the resolution to that. Cause you still had, it was still done on, not there on Saturday. Right. I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. Um, no, it was, Oh. um, you must've saw an older post or something, but anyway, um, when we, Joe mentioned that we recorded 10 minutes of an episode. And when we were doing that, you may remember, Joey, I was at the office. Which, is your office in a cathedral? Yeah. Because <laughs> Michael's recording. Maybe there's another, maybe the other reason the, the universe killed somebody so that uh, we wouldn't release the episode. Mike was like, 
Hello. I can't do I can't do an echo. You know what? I'll add the effect in. Um, he was like, hello, Joe. How's it going? Let's record this episode. Oh, I can't. I just said I'm not going to do anything this episode. Now I just added an effect. Okay, but that's easy. This is an easy effect. Yeah. Okay. So at the 16-minute mark. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was recording in my office, but then uh, we stopped recording. And... Um, I don't know. That's that was like one of my stories. But Joey, I went to the hospital. But wait, 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 uh, how, wait! Really quickly, how did the internet thing get resolved? Because that was a whole story about you know, internet. No, and, so and- what happened was I was I had the flu and I was vomiting a bunch, and I was here at home. All my entertainment is connected to the internet. I don't yeah. do cable or anything like that. It's all you know Amazon Fire TV or whatever or the internet or what whatever. So it was really awful because I was bed bound. And couldn't watch my shows, you know? So, um, my roommate was, like, frantically trying to get it all taken care of. He went and got a new router, and the new router didn't work. So, they were like, oh, it's something bigger than we thought it was. So, we'll send a tech out on Friday, which was, like, almost a week away. That's a long time. Yeah. So... Um, and to be sick on top of it was awful because I couldn't do like a half-ass work at home day or, yeah. you know, I couldn't get anything done. Um, but I guess it's bleeding into my next story. So that was on Friday. I started getting sick. I went home from work early cause I wasn't feeling well and, um, anything I tried to eat or drink, I would, t- I would vomit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to get too graphic, but I was just like, I'm like talking even water, like everything was just coming up and, um, for all day Saturday, I didn't eat anything. So nothing, I kind of like was feeling better. And on Sunday I tried to eat again and then I started vomiting more. Mm -hmm. And so when I wasn't able to keep food down, I was afraid to take insulin because if your blood sugar drops because of your insulin, then you and you can't keep food down like you're in trouble right Mm -hmm. so whatever long story short um i i I, i've learned a lesson but basically I, i cut out i take two kinds of insulin and i cut out the wrong one so i cut my basal insulin and was just correcting with my bolusing insulin my Mm -hmm. vlog yeah this is boring but no um when i did that um I was keeping track of my blood sugar every two hours, but because I knew that I ran the risk of going DKA, which is diabetic ketoacidosis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, which was my drag name in college. I was like really trying, like keeping track of it, but uh, my blood sugar never went too high, but I still went DKA. Um, so around like 3 a.m. on Sunday, I woke up and was vomiting so much but i hadn't eaten in like two days so it was like my insides were coming out you know mm-hmm. um and it was scary and like yeah this is so morbid and this is one of our happy shows uh but i even like unlocked my bedroom door i usually keep it locked but i even unlocked my bedroom door because i just thought like i don't know i might like die and i don't want it to be hard for somebody to find me do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so Long Next time you're gonna, you think you're gonna die, but though you should call me so I can at least get a replacement for the show the following week. Okay, I'll tweet it. Yeah, how about that? So mm, I don't I, need your tweets. 
I, I don't eventually I don't, I don't follow you. decided to go to the ER around six o'clock on Monday morning, six a.m. And I um, was in the hospital overnight um, and a little bit more. Good news! Um, you got to watch television. You know what? I did think of that. That's so funny, but that did cross my mind. I was like, well, I got a TV. Yeah. Got some Judge Judy in, you know? Daytime TV is so awful, but um, yeah. And a lot of people reached out. I posted a picture of it on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people reached out and were said really nice things. And but once again, awesome. once again, and I hate to go back to this, you're in the hospital, right? Yeah. Why is Boo Hacker texting you and wanting a full explanation via text message from you of what's going on? Like, I was wise enough. I knew you were sick. I saw it on Facebook. I think you may have even texted me privately. Yeah. Just talking about the show and stuff. And I, I just like, you know what? I'll get the full story later. I'm not going to bug him and make him tell me what's going on right now. Right. Meanwhile, Boo Hacker's well, like, be honest. <laughs> what what's funny? <laughs> what's yeah. funny, too, is like, I was feeling better by the time he was texting but like i had ivs in one hand and ivs in the other arm so like it's just i feel gross moving around a lot yeah those are there so it was like hard to text so i was really only responding to like text when i had to or if i felt like they wouldn't shut up yeah (laughs) so that was funny yeah i think Uh, you find it like you did stumble out like a haha or lol coping that that would be like okay boo hooker yeah, I it. saw it. Yeah. yeah, I saw this. You can stop now. You, you, yeah. you fulfilled your duty here. I can't answer a lot of questions. So, well, did your blood sugar ever uh, drop dangerously? No. So, DK, basically, I was high. What happened was, so I cut my one insulin and I was running a little bit high on purpose. So, I think my highest blood sugar that I checked was like 220, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, like, I knew I was running a little high. But I certainly never thought 220 would be something that would give me DKA, but it turns out it's possible. Um, so in the in the future, like, because I probably will end up getting a flu or something again, I won't cut my basal insulin. I'll just cut my bolusing insulin, and that'll be that. But lesson learned the hard way. No, oh, so- and they were coming in, by the way, when I was in the hospital – I was, you know, resting, but they were checking my blood once an hour on my fingers mm-hmm. and then drawing blood every four hours. But once an hour, somebody was coming in. Can you imagine if I was your dad? Oh, my dad would have just <laughs> said, this, just kill me. Pull the plug. I'm like, Sir, you're not even on life support. There's no plug to pull. Pull, pull the plug. I, just rather, I would rather die than, than to have to have my blood taken every hour. Yeah. So. He really does. Like, I, it, it, yeah, last night, I spent the night at my parents last night because I wasn't going to, but I went to go get a haircut yesterday, and the person I like to cut my hair was like, I'm really busy. Because, you know, I go to super cuts, you know? <laughs> and uh, she was like, I'm super busy. I go, I'll come back tomorrow morning. So I spent the night, right? Yeah. Because I also want to watch the Olympics. That's the other With thing. Sam too. Goodies. With Sam Goodies. Yeah, I went, so, uh, yeah, so I went to Sam Goodies, and then I uh, went I went to uh, Prince Plus. And I bought a poster of Alf um, <laughs> saying how much you like to eat cats. Anyway, <laughs> so I remember when I was a kid, when we'd go to the mall, mm-hmm. you know, I was a little gay boy, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't out. 
with, you know, when my grandma would go, cause my grandma would take me and my brother to the mall. She'd go like shopping. My brother and I would go like Prince Plus or Spencer or something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. And at Prince Plus, I would, they had like these, like, you know, like they had those big panels you could just flip through the different posters that they had. Yeah. Uh huh. So I would just flip through them, but I was really looking at Johnny Depp on 21 Jump Street over and over again because <laughs> I just thought he was so fucking hot. Yeah. You know, and I just, but I was like, pretend like, oh, I'm just looking for another like Michael Jordan poster or Larry right. Bird, <laughs> you know? But meanwhile, I go, I was like, Marvin oh, the Martian. Marvin the Martian or. <laughs> You know, like uh, some sort of like you know Oliver North poster. You know what? I don't know what's going on. Right, right, right. And, and meanwhile, but I'm, I'd always just be flipping by the Johnny Depp from Twenty One. Oh, I thought he. I'm, I'm actually I'm, when we're done, let's see if I can find the actual p- poster okay. or picture. I love. I would. Picture. I was go always go to the magazines in like bookstores, and I would be like super interested in surfing all of a sudden, and just look at the oh, surfing yeah. magazines because all the guys were shirtless. Well, you know that there's, like, uh, I can't tell the story because I can't, I can't tell the story because if later on I regret telling the story, I can't edit it out because you know whatever I say it's gonna be put on this show. So you know what? Okay. I've, basically, there's somebody's dad that I knew was gay when I was growing up. Oh, I shouldn't have even said that. Whatever. All right, go. What uh, what's up with you, Joey? Any okay, other so last week when we were recording the show, we were like ten minutes in. I get a phone call from my brother, right? right. And I, I, it comes up on my computer. I, you know, my brother doesn't usually call at that time. So I was just like, you know what? I better get this, right? So I get the call. And my brother says to me, uh, did mom call you? And I say, uh, no. And he says, remember, remember, remember that story I told a few weeks ago about how there was a relative who was sick? Yeah. And right. somebody put it on Facebook? Yes. So now I'm going to give their names. I'm going to use their first names, right? It was, so the woman's name is Linda. Husband's name is Manny. God. Okay. So, my, yes? What do you want? Or, <laughs> Speak ill of the dead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say he's rolling in his grave right now because of <laughs> you breaking his privacy. Like, this. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, now he's dead. I can break all the privacy I want. So... um. So my brother says, mom says, Manny's not going to make it through the night. Okay. And I go, what does she want us to do? And he goes, I don't know. She was kind of hinting that she wanted us to go to the hospital. Because she told my brother, by the way, by the way, just so you know, my mom never called me. Ever. (laughs) Right? Uh But she calls my brother and she says, you know, if you want to say goodbye to Manny, you better do it tonight. Because uh, we don't think he's going to make it through the night. Right? Right. Okay, I'm so I'm thinking like, well, my mom's gonna call me. I, you know, I hang up. I, Cause I tell you, I got, I gotta go. I think my mom's gonna call me any minute now. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with this interrupting over and over again. We'll just record yeah. next week. So we end the, we end it, we end the episode. Mom never calls me, and I'm, I had plans that night. I was gonna go out with Melissa McQueen, which I did go out with Melissa McQueen. I actually saw Patrick Keen and some friends later on, and the whole time I was like, hey guys, I might need a bolt all of a sudden because. <laughs> Uh, my mom loves me. And my she's mom's going to call me to go to the hospital because, you know, <laughs> her cousin's husband is going to die. Yeah. Meanwhile, what I do love is I was telling my brother this the other day. When I was thinking about how I have to go to the hospital, possibly, I was thinking like, oh, I got to show up to the hospital. And I was thinking, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to say like, yeah, I'm here to see Manny. And they're going to be like, okay, last name. And I'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Manny's last name. Really? Yeah. Right. 
Because he's not like he's not a blood relative, right? 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 I'm, but which is weird. Though. It is. It's weirder on me because I've known Manny literally my whole life, right? And he was a presence that was around a lot. I don't know his last name, but at least you knew his name was Manny. What if you're like uh, Tio? Yeah. <laughs> but imagine I go there. I'm like, yeah, I'm here to see Manny. And then I would realize that I didn't know his last name. So, <laughs> so anyway, Manny passes away the next day, actually. Okay. And so Manny lives in East Los Angeles with Linda. And um, there is, uh, we, we're all getting together to go there, right? Yeah. And so I. And your go- mom, you said your mom was close to him, right? Or close to her. Oh, yeah. My mom His and wife. Linda, even though they're cousins, they grew up in, like next door to each other. They're like sisters. Like I really do consider like Linda and this other woman, Irene, like my aunts. Like blood okay. aunts. Yeah. That's how close my mom is to them. So my mom's there for Linda, right? So I go there. I take tamales, whatever, okay? The next day uh, after that, so this is Saturday now, my brother, and my brother couldn't go on Friday, but he goes on Saturday with the family, Okay, and he and he's there with my parents all day. I had stuff going on during the day, but in the evening, I go. You know, what? I'm gonna cruise over there. So I cruise over there. I'm, I, I just get there. My brother is like sweaty. He's been doing yard work for Linda. There was this big, like I don't know if you call it a tree, but some sort of giant shrub right in front of the house that was blocking their view. They have a nice view. Mm-hmm. So my brother says, "I'm gonna chop down this tree for Linda." Okay. Yeah. Mike, let me tell you something. He chops down this tree, right? I'm sitting on the porch. I've been there five minutes. He chops down this tree. And then he goes, that's weird. My mouth is burning. <gasps> right? He goes, I think some of this sap got in here. I, 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 I don't think I should be worried, though, should I? And I go, I don't know. I, go, I don't even know what kind of tree or shrub this is. So I look up, and I don't know what made me. So my brother's like, whatever. And he's just walking around. Everyone's in the backyard. He walks in the backyard. I go and Google on my phone. And I just put in, like, like sap burning poison and just put you know plug in different words right mike the first the first website uh-oh has a picture of this shrub right yeah and says this is very dangerous even a little bit of the sap can kill you right oh my god if any any if you come into con it's called a fire stick but the actual name of the um of oh, I wrote it down. <laughs> the actual name. Uh, what's so funny? Well, you're kind of giving away the end of the story because if <laughs> we're gonna spend three minutes on the actual name of the shrub. <laughs> oh, well. So then, Mike's so, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. M- Mike's okay. I wouldn't be doing a podcast if my brother died. Because actually, even the point of the okay, it's called the Euphorbia tiricali, right? Mm, yeah. This tree or whatever it is. It's called a... People are like, we don't even know why they sell it here in the United States. It's so dangerous. Like, it's so, so dangerous. So, because uh, my brother doesn't die. But I go... He, I tell him this, and he goes, well, we better call 911. So we call 911, right? Like, this 911 is a joke. Okay? Uh, I tell them the address. People are around me, because they, they even confirm. I give them the correct address and the correct cross streets. No one's showing up. My my mom is freaking out, making the yeah. girls nervous. Okay. The guy in the back of the paramedics is like, the Hollywood Bowl is that way. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. The 911 calls me and they're like, we're at the house and no one's there. I'm like, no, what house are you at? No, we're over at the... They're like, oh, we are at the wrong house. They'll be there so shortly. I'm like, my mom's freaking out. Where are they? Where are they? Right? And yeah. then my brother's just calmly sitting down, like spitting water, you know? Yeah. I'm like, we, in the distance, we see all these fire trucks coming. Okay. My mom starts doing like jumping jacks in the street, waving them down. Uh-huh. Okay. Mike, it's like two fire trucks, an ambulance. Where um, does Linda live? What city? In East LA. Okay. So now what, what's funny though is they all knew Linda because they had to keep coming because of Manny. Oh. So Manny, because of May, all they're like, oh, hey. They, in fact, they all thought it was a Manny call. So, oh. so Linda told them that Manny had passed away and they were really sad. But they were like, but they actually were happy because they're like, oh, it's nice to see you have family. We thought you guys were just alone because there was oh. nobody ever here. Yeah. So they talked to my brother and they're like, oh, you're fine. But, um, but been, so then the next day they, they go again, right? And I go, and my mom, this is what my mom does. Um, I'm actually really mad. I'm trying to get my, my Trello isn't showing my notes on this. Can you pull up the card? And I had notes that there were the stories I wanted to tell. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong place. I don't know. No, because they're not on my computer anyway. There was some other hilarious story. Well, one of them is, this is not the story, but one of them is we were, I'm at Linda's now, like on another day, right? My mom and dad yeah. are there. My mom says to me, uh, you want to do the eulogy? Mike, I don't even know Manny's last name. <laughs> right? And now I'm doing the eulogy. I can't say no in front of Linda. Yeah. So now I'm doing a eulogy for Manny, a person I don't even know his last name. So that we'll should find be out. part of your story. <laughs> I know that should be part of the eulogy. Hey guys, I don't even know Manny's last name. Cause to me, he was just Manny. Oh, I know what it was. I know what another story I had to tell with this too. So now, basically, my mom comes from a family of my mom's, and they were all there the day my brother got burning in his mouth right yeah yeah so after my brother goes home because my brother goes i'm just gonna go home and go to the hospital by my house right they find out he's fine we call poison control poison control's like no he's fine right yeah they were like you have to be like a baby would have to like chew on it to like die you know okay and then they were like the actual dangerous one is if it gets in your eye because you can go blind it is a very dangerous plant by the way yeah. people <laughs> never plant this plant so anyway it was it pretty no it wasn't even pretty no. So weird. Yeah. yeah. So get this. They're all like my mom. Okay, so I have a, a I have a, I have a lot of gay cousins. I have another gay cousin who's older than I am by about 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. And he's not out. He's out to me. But by the way, everybody's known he's gay since I was a baby. I knew right. I was eight years old. Oh, look at that gay cousin I have, right? He's yeah. so gay. Mike, he was so, so gay. So how was Fire Island? Mike, when I was like 10, uh-huh. we would be at parties. First of all, his name's Renee. Let's just stop right there. His name's Renee, okay, which is already like a gay name. Names don't make you gay, though. Mike, his name is Names Renee. Names don't make you gay. <laughs> Mike, his real name is Robert, and he goes by Renee. Renee's his middle oh. name. Oh, is okay. that true? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we would be like, I would be like ten years old or something at a party, and everyone be like, "Gather around, everybody! Gather around! Renee's gonna sing for us, right?" And then, 
Send in the <laughs> No, <flag>. it's worse. <laughs> we had so everybody at the party would have to stop, all music would have to stop, everyone had to gather around, and then Mike, we're a Mexican family, right? So this Mexican family is now gathered around, and then this like eighteen year old, seventeen year old kid is like I don't know. This is, is why you Anita. thought it was okay to have a ventriloquism. Dummy. Yeah, I have a ventriloquist dummy. Renee's singing Anita Baker in front of a bunch of Mexican people who don't know what might you know. Might, Manny's probably like rolling his eyes at this. And like, um, sweet love, tell my father i I go insane. I'm in love, sweet love. Okay, right? Uh-huh. Like. Yeah, it was all these like old black women. It always be like, I can reach you by railway. Yeah, like it was all that stuff, right? Okay. He had lighting somehow. Like somebody came in and rigged lights up. Right? Yeah, he had backup black backup singers. Okay, wardrobe changes. Yeah, he came out in that big share hat. You know. Anyway. A high-backed so, wicker chair. So the thing is, but but here's the thing: Renee is still not officially out. Oh God! Renee is still not officially out, right? But here's the other thing: about Renee, who I actually do think he's very funny, but because of his age and his where he's from and blah blah blah, he lives in New York now. But yeah. he and for the right, you 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 think he's just not family out? Like he no, he's has out to me. He's but, like, me. does he have healthy relationships and friends that know he's gay and... Mike, everybody knows he's gay. They're just on denial. But, like, does he date men? Yes. Okay, so he's out in no, his no, life. No, no, he's no, just no. not out to his family. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, uh, I think so. I think so. I don't know, okay. right? I just know he's out to me. Even He's only barely out to me. Like, he, he gets really uncomfortable even talking to me about it, right? Yeah. So, anyway. This Isn't Renee, sad? though... It, it's so sad because it, it's yeah. like nobody, everybody knows, right? Right. So this Renee, he talks like a drag queen, which is fine. It, it, he's very, very funny, actually, but he sounds like a drag queen. And what's funny is all of my aunts and my, my mom's around him a lot when he comes to town, they all talk like drag queens now. So like his sister, his sister. Girl, that weave is thirsty. His, no, his, his sister talks like him. She sounds like a drag queen. My Aunt Irene, she talks a lot like him she sounds like a drag queen when my mom talks about my mom sounds like a drag queen sometimes right so are you talking like give me examples like is it just i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you so now they're all at linda's house right (laughs) yeah they're all at linda's house lisa his lisa his sister talks the most like him okay it's almost indistinguishable right Mm -hmm. and there was some dumb controversy, it's not that big of a deal now, about how, like, basically some neighbor guy, old neighbor guy, he was a vulture, he, he smelled blood, and so he's been coming around a lot since Manny got really sick and passed away. Like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll help you in the yard, and I'll do this, right? Yeah. So when I was there, they were already building up stories in their head. Building up stories! And, like, he left his bicycle there, and so Lisa tells me, this, this, you know, what a good callback here, she goes, Jojo! Come here. What kind of man leaves his bicycle here? You don't uh-huh. do that. You don't leave your bicycle here. What kind of man? A man doesn't do that. I'm not doing it right. But she's like, 
oh no, oh no, we somebody needs to go over there and they need to tell him, you know, you do not do that, honey. No, 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 you do not. And it's like, she talks like a 1980s drag queen. It's really, really, it's, I, I gotta record them and like play, it's so fascinating, these women who sound like drag queens, because they, they got it yeah. from Renee. Sure. So anyway, my family now. So the funeral is gonna. It's gonna be the fun and funeral because everybody's fighting now for. A, here's the thing. Everybody's fighting for some time on this funeral. Meanwhile, now, I heard my mom tell me that she goes, "Joey's the MC." I'm like, "MC, <laughs> MC." Now there's multiple people, and I have to do a eulogy and bring like, um, "You might know this guy from uh, funerals for Uncle Jess." Give it up for my cousin. Sam, you know, and will they have like some stupid contest? Like the more people in the audience that are say they came to see you, like you get a bigger <laughs> cut or something at the yeah. end of the night. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna start promoting on Facebook. Like, um, <laughs> go to this Indiegogo campaign to get me to Manny's funeral. <laughs> Donate money. I was chosen. I was specially <laughs> chosen to be give the eulogy at Manny's funeral, and um, maybe I should see Betsy Carmichael could come to Manny's funeral. <laughs> and play funeral bingo hello dears i didn't even know many dears but you know what i still knew him more than joe because at least i know his last name b57 and here's the funny thing we're gonna get an e- we're gonna get a text message from boo i'm gonna pause for like i'm just gonna kill time here for a second right okay just to could give him time to text to be like there's no b57 assholes just one through ten or something for, for, for b <laughs> It'd be O fifty seven. You fucking dick. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know the bingo and call numbers. <laughs> this anyway. would be a perfect scene if um, <laughs> Joey Buhacker was like your Tyler Durden or whatever. What? <laughs> he's basically kicking your ass right now. Yeah, but what if I show up every Monday night on Pride48.com and I do a live show with Donna Sugars and Wendy? And I just don't know it. And just yell at Wendy. <laughs> yeah. And nobody's seen Kevin, so it's not like Kevin would be. Oh, no. Did you see that they, he posted a picture of. Oh, this, is, this is a great. This is thing. so inside baseball. This is so inside baseball, <laughs> but so good. We have to keep it in. So, so Boo Hacker for the past year, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Boo Hacker credit here. I'm going to give Boo Hacker credit. Hold, uh, hold on. Let's pause for one second. Um, my name's Mike, and that's Joe, and this, you're listening to the Catching Up Podcast, cupodcast.com. Also. Uh, we're talking about a, a character that reoccurs, um, and some people think it's a figment of Joe's imagination, his other personality. Yeah. Some people think that he is um, the so- award-winning ho- host of an award-winning podcast, yeah. uh, Cocktails and Cream Puffs, which is part of the Pride 48 network of shows. Yeah. So, okay. Just catching the people uh, and, up. And also, Joey Buhecker has a very handsome husband or boyfriend, I don't know what they call themselves, who's named Kevin. Yeah. That nobody ever sees. Right. But you see, like, almost like Bigfoot. There's been, like, little glimpses of him, and you're like, and you think to yourself, like, wow, Boo Hecker got that, right? Yeah, like, slightly out of his league. Yeah. By the way, and and just to make Boo Hecker feel better, I realized my dated Cameron. Cameron was miles out of my league, right? Mm -hmm. So, whatever. I get it, Boo Hecker, right? So, Boo Hecker, for the past year, has been losing weight and working out. And and I'm going to tell him this. He looks fantastic. Fantastic! He's yeah. doing a great job. He he actually inspires me. I'll even say that I find Booker very inspiring. Okay, how he's really committed to this. I think he's like on day two sixty or something like that, right? 
So he's been he's really been doing this. Go Boo Hecker, okay? But before he was losing the weight, he would never post pictures of this Kevin because of the reasons I would tell you, right? That he didn't want people saying, like, oh, how do you get that, Boohecker, right? Yeah. So now, just... <laughs> it was like other... Quasimodo and yeah, whatever like, the princess oh, name was. Yeah, did, did, <laughs> did, did Kevin cross over your bridge too many times? Like, what happened here? So, so never post a picture of him and Kevin, right? Ever, ever. You never see this Kevin. The yeah. other day, he, they went to some wedding. He posted Joey picture. looked good. Joey looks so good. Kevin looks horrible, right? Okay. <laughs> He's sweaty. It's a bad angle. And Boo Hecker looks like perfect, like just camera ready. Oh, all of a sudden now we're seeing pictures of Boo Hecker and Kevin. And I clocked that. I was going to yeah. say something, but I realized every time I write something on Boo Hecker's wall, it's always mean. So I'm sure his friends all think I'm the biggest dick. Yeah. So, anyway, what news stories you got for us, Mike Lawson? Oh, hi. Um, Joey, listen to this, man. Um, you might have heard this story, actually. Uh, edible marijuana candy likely sent 19 people attending a Mission District quinceanera on Saturday night to the hospital, the Department of Public Health said on Monday. As of this morning, all 19 people have been discharged and are doing fine. But mm-hmm. on Saturday night, and boy, are they hungry. Firefighters and police officers were sent to the <clears throat> women's building at uh, on 18th Street near Valencia, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. all of the victims had had these gummy candies that basically look like um, – I've had these plenty of times. They look like um, peach rings. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know I know, I know, I know what peach rings look like. Yeah, yeah, they just look like that, and um, I guess there was weed in it, and they didn't know. Mm-hmm. So these people were having like oh. rapid heart rate. They could have been underage. It doesn't say the age of them, but like imagine, you know, a young kid got their hands on it. Uh, the kids knew there was. You, you, they knew there was weed in there. You think so? Yeah, but they. But again, being kids, they didn't realize the power of edibles. Right? And so they just went all out. Yeah, I remember, and I may have told this story on the on the show. Oh, before. the young, the youngest was six years old, actually. Oh shit! Not, Doesn't that um, make you think maybe it was accidental, or well, it was their the candy adults, was yeah. the candy was there purposefully? It just got in the hands of the wrong people. Yeah, it's probably that might have happened too. That, wow, shit, that's fucked up because <sighs> edibles fuck you up, man. I remember in, in college when I used to work at you know that company we used to work at, and I was at one of uh, an early. Um, um, one of the big baseball games, right? And somebody we know, I don't want to out because of what he does for a living. I don't want to out him, but somebody we know. Um, Let's call him. <laughs> Mike, I, I can't keep that in there. I have to bleep that out. <laughs> I didn't say his name. Yeah, I, I don't want to get him pissed off. Go, so, go, go. Okay. So. <laughs> so. Um. <laughs> he made these pot brownies, right? And I had never done anything like that before, right? Yeah. So, I, and I was late to the party. I think I was working and then showed up. Well, the party was already underway. So I had no one to give me instructions. So they said, oh, do you want one of these magic brownies? And my, I ate an entire brownie. Like a whole, like the, like, it would be like a brownie you buy at like a coffee shop, okay? Yeah. And as we know, and I later learned, that it takes like an hour for that shit to hit you. But right? it hits you. It, oh, it hits you. Okay. But I remember 
and we're sitting there and I'm just, you know, having a beer, chilling. I remember I was late to the party. Somebody is leading out a girl. She's shaking, right? <laughs> People are helping her out. They're like, oh, you know, she can't go to the baseball game because she had too many, she had too much pot brownies. Now she's like freaking out. And how I much go, did she have? I go, how much did she have? They're like, she had like a whole quarter of a brownie. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mike. That's yeah. literally one of my last memories. Uh-huh. Right? I remember losing my perception of magnetic north. So what I thought was north was no longer north or east. It was like I didn't know what anything was. Okay. I just remember. I just remember. That's all I remember. And I, I, that was an awful, awful night. It was like, yeah, it feels like you're like tripping. I've never been on acid, but it feels like what I imagine tripping on acid would be like. Almost like, almost like a, a hallucinogenic. This, these edibles are so powerful. Thank you. What about you, Mike Lawson? Um, what? <laughs> I was re. I scrolled to. I'm so dumb. I scrolled in to the comment section of this story, so mm-hmm. it kind of got. Did Steve go but... visit you at the hospital? So. Oh, he all good. All right, Joe asked the right questions. Okay, go ahead. So the first day I was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. He wanted to, and I said no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't feeling up to like talking to anyone. Well, did you have your own room, or were you sharing a room? I had my own room the whole first night. I was in the ICU the whole first night. Oh, okay. And so I had my own room and it was wonderful. And all the nurses were amazing. All debates, summit campus. When the nurses Berkeley. would come in, like change your bedpan, would they be like, oh, okay, we're going to change. Whoa, whoa. I didn't, ha- I didn't have a bedpan. Oh, okay. I had to pee into one of your containers that you Oh, left. that's right. You sent me, you sent me, a, you sent me a picture. Uh huh. Yeah. So um, Steve didn't come the first night because I asked him not to, but then. We agree. He was like, the second night, if you're still there, I'm coming. If you're at home, yeah, I'm he is. Home. Oh. And so the second night when I got, I, I he was about to come over, but I knew I was getting discharged. So I met him at my house. So no, he didn't come visit me in the hospital, but that was my choice. That's what I hmm. wanted. Interesting. Did anyone visit you in the hospital? Well, only because, well, Mario came because he, I asked him. He to wanted to know me. where the, oh. I asked him to smuggle me in a Diet Coke. Oh. Because they, they wouldn't give me it. But I didn't ask. I just knew okay. they probably wouldn't. So, um, Cool. So that's uh, that. But uh, this pot candy, by the way, um, Governor – or I'm sorry, um, Gavin Newsom was Lieutenant saying, Governor of California, Gavin Newsom. Was uh, using this as a good example for why he wants stricter restriction on um, edible marijuana stuff. I don't know. So it it be it became a bigger news story than just pot candy because I guess this is an issue that well you know the we're talking about uh, marijuana legalization is up for ballot on November. Like recreational. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't so, know that. So I'm wondering if this is a pro. I can't tell if this. I mean, can I imagine Gavin Newsom's pro marijuana legalization? Yeah, but his um, stance on like the packaging and distribution laws about this is, I think, a little bit anti. Well, that, but that might that that it strangely might be a pro marijuana legalization thing because he might be able to say if you legalize it, we can control it more. 
Uh, Does that you. make sense? I don't know if that's the case, but I met Gavin Newsom's one of the people who like he tries to tap into young people. Yeah, and especially since he plans to run for governor soon, I'm yeah. sure that uh, he wants to really tap he, into that. He let's fa- he's already running for governor. Yeah, like, he's already running. He's running <laughs> on this real time with Bill Maher. Yeah, yeah. So it's the whole thing with him. So uh, go ahead. What's so, up with you? Do you have news stories? Do you have what? I have nothing. Those I had two long. I had one long story and a couple of short stories. Okay. Cool. I will say, I will say, I, I say, I do, I say, I say, oh, <laughs> 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 um, I was going to tell you a story last week about how, um, uh, I don't know, if, I don't know if I'm ready to say this story yet. You know, I, that was kind of relieved. I was relieved that Manny died. Because it let me not tell this story. So I think I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm okay. still save the story for another day. So never mind. That's There's fine. no story. I think well, we're good. Joe, Look, we're at, a, I wanted, we're at a good place right here. Yes? I wanted to ask you, what are you doing? Um, well, first, do you have lunch? What are, You work tomorrow in an office? Yeah, my last couple of days. Yeah, why? So I'm driving to San Diego mm-hmm. um, maybe early in the morning. Um, I don't know when exactly, but I'm driving through. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, but but I, I'm I'm a contract. I mean, I don't have I, I, like I don't even have to go to the office technically. Does that make sense? So yeah. if you just tell me, I can totally do it. Yeah. Okay. And um, another thing I have planned. I know you didn't ask what I was doing this week, but since I'm going to San Diego, I'm also meeting up with. Um, well, you have friend of the so friend of the show is somebody who listens and is our friend, mm-hmm. and friend of the Joe is someone who has cut me out of their life because, yeah. <laughs> for mm-hmm. whatever reason. And yeah. they're just friends with you. Mm-hmm. But what is it called? This is the first time I've had to say a story about somebody who's only friends with me. Oh, this person doesn't like me? I didn't say that. I said they're only friends with me. Fre- well, but you tell a lot of stories about people who are only friends with you. Who? Well, like diabetes people and stuff. Okay. Friend of the mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julianne Lanus and I oh. are gonna. <laughs> are oh, gonna now it makes sense. Yeah, definitely a friend of the mic. She is not a friend of the Joe. No, 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 no. Friend. So we're gonna meet up and catch up. I haven't actually hung out with her in a few years. I think maybe mm-hmm. two years. Yeah. Um So it's been a while. Oh, she met wow. last time I met her. Uh, we hung out with R.K. Mm-hmm. <laughs> friend of the no. <laughs> 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 uh well and so julian lou well it's, it's gonna be a really good time here it's, uh yeah and, what do you got going on this week um well i'm gonna have lunch with you tomorrow and yeah. um then i'm going to um saturday oh sunday i'm going to the hollywood bowl with uh, cousin of the show richard yeah. yes wait aren't you the headliner at manny's Oh, that, that that funeral is actually because Manny is a veteran. Uh, they have to wait. So Man, Manny's uh, on ice until like August 25th. It's going to be a while before we get that story. Yeah. But uh, uh, Cousin Richard and I are going to Hollywood Bowl. And then, so you have, time, you have time to get down a solid 30? Yeah. I, I, I have time to go to the clubs and work out my, uh, my, my type five. And um, then uh, also, um, I, I, I'm really, really, really trying to go. Um, friend of the sh- actual friend of the show, Nico Martinez, and friend of the show, John Marti, who are married to each other, are having 
Mike, they have this every year. This yeah, party. I got invited. Oh, to the dedicated to the patio. They 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 love this <laughs> patio so much that they have parties dedicated to it. Did they send it? I wonder if they sent it to the guys at CU Podcast, and that's why we both got it. I don't know, but I but know I know that's that nice. Yeah. So, um, friend, yeah, friend, friends of the show, Nico and John are having a party, and uh, I, I, I'm probably going to go to that. I have another party I have to go to too, so I'm trying to like blossom it. So, we'll see if I make it happen. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510 239 7798. Um, yeah, I mean, um, uh, um, 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 um